The T-Rex is here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Just before you guys. <laughs> System active. Restricted airspace. Protects the airborne life. Keeps the pterosaurs below 500 feet. Airborne. Is that Dreadnoughtus? <gasps> Why? Beautiful, right? Your name means fear nothing. Well, I guess you know that. <laughs> Everybody, welcome back to Ginger Flicks. I'm Joey, and I'm Josh. And how has everybody's week been? Josh, how you been doing? Keeping busy, the old, same old, same old type of thing. Not this. Not this week. This week, no. It's been a quiet week. No, quiet week. That's but, cool. You know, last few weeks busy-ish for the summer. Fair enough. Week. Fair you enough. Know, what about you? Uh, you know, nothing too crazy. Just kicking it old school, as the kids say. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, the, I don't think the kids say that. <laughs> the youngins? I don't think so. As as the youths would say. When <laughs> asked me why kids call hot dogs something a a glizzy or something glizzy i was like glizzy and i was like i didn't even know kids call hot dogs that but it's also slang for like a firearm that would be confusing that i feel like i feel like that is like the worst setup for like you know like you're going to commit nefarious acts and you tell your friend, bring the glizzies and he shows up with hot dogs. Yo, we're going to go face the sharks. What is this West Side Story? The sharks? Come on. Yes. Let's, let's. <laughs> the sharks. Did it, did it, did it, did it, did it. You're doing the whole thing, but holding hot dogs. <laughs> Although it's like, keep it cool, boy. And they're like, no, no, we gotta warm these up, real cool. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, these these cannot be eaten cold. Who wants a cold hot dog? Like it's that just, just like, sounds gross. It's just right out of the package. <laughs> oh. Like why? It just sounds gross. Like like a cold hot dog is floppy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Floppy glizzy. (laughs) Yeah, man, you don't want a floppy glizzy up in this bitch. Again, again, this just sounds wrong. (laughs) You want a nice, strong, firm, warm glizzy. Not a cold, floppy one. (laughs) Your Your face right now is just... (laughs) mm. (laughs) Kids, what are you saying these days? Why, Why glizzy? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, again, I, I don't know. I'm like, they, they, well, they like, need to get back to us with this. Okay. For a gun. Okay. I can, I can figure it out. Sort of. Because remember, you? like, well, remember, like, everything was Izzy or like Fashizi, right? Like, remember, people used to say that, like, Fashizio or Fashizi. Okay, but right? that's, sure. I feel like that's Snoop Dogg's. But that's what I'm saying. Doing. Like Snoop, but like people would say that. And it's like, okay, if you think of a gun, you think of a Glock, 
so maybe a gli- like a glizzy like that i i don't think that that's much of a stretch but a hot dog i don't understand unless it's like glistening but again why would your hot dog be glistening why wouldn't it be glistening though i don't, I, I, don't I love it when my hot dog glistens <laughs> i don't know if it's on the grill or like you know, that's what I mean, man. Because because then you grill it, and if you grill it just right, you know you get the nice grill marks on it, and it's got them the juices flowing, and it's just <clears throat> gets it crispy. I want a nice, I want a nice plump, juicy glizzy, <laughs> glistening glizzy, glistening, just dripping and oozing. <laughs> See, now I feel like glistening glizzy could be like a a drag name. <laughs> it should be a drag name. I think so. <laughs> Up next on RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> Glistening Glizzy. Glistening Glizzy. And and they win. What, they just, win. Just for the name. Every time. Every time. I said RuPaul? every time. RuPaul, you're welcome. <laughs> Could you imagine if RuPaul just changed their entire persona from RuPaul to Glistening Glizzy? That would be like that would be like Prince changing his name to a symbol. That's that's oh. how much of a big deal that would be. Or well, yeah, yeah, because it's so different. It's, it wouldn't be like Puff Daddy going to P Diddy. It no. would definitely be. But or no, because it'd, like it'd be RuPaul, like, RuPaul, RuPaul himself is iconic. Yeah, iconic. Although it could be like The Rock going to Dwayne Johnson. No, it's not. Because that's his actual name. Yeah, that's it's true. But I mean, I mean, still, he... like glistening glizzy. <laughs> we have wasted like six minutes on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> talking about <laughs> glistening glizzies just you're so welcome everybody <laughs> uh did we even watch a movie this week no one knows doesn't even matter doesn't even matter <laughs> we're here we're here to break down glizzies and how they equate to hot dogs and do you want a juicy one <laughs> Mm. <laughs> well, of course. You can't have a dried glizzy. <laughs> Everybody wants that juicy glizzy up in their mouth. Oh, or that like, you know, the ones okay, we're gonna go for a minute. <laughs> you know, the ones when you go to like <laughs> we, we haven't even started yet. We're we're you know we're going in, you know, like 7-Eleven, like oh hot dogs Whoa. that have been sitting there for like six weeks. <laughs> They're just speaking of or like, <laughs> like Apu, you know, when Homer gets that hot dog and it's just like just shriveled up. Like, ugh. I'd like to also mention when we shriveled did go busy. out to see <laughs> this movie. Oh, 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 oh. Now, I don't know if it's the specific theater that we go to or if it's any theater out by you guys. Let us know. But. But every time we go to try and get a hot dog or a glizzy, if you will. Yeah. Every time we are denied because they do not have hot dogs. Yet they're on the menu. Please. It's famous and, players, right? Oh, well, Cineplex. We don't Cineplex. have famous players anymore. Right. Sorry. I don't know movie theaters anymore. It's all the same crap. <laughs> movie podcast. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're not a movie theater podcast, all right? We've spent two years of watching movies at home. Need I remind you, sir? Oh, you're not wrong. The better part, almost three. Wait, almost okay, three. But, but you know what? Okay, so again, going off of this. It's Cineplex. Uh, because I... Where like, are the friggin' hot dogs? Okay, because I purchased my tickets with the scene card accidentally, whatever. Yeah, I don't know how you did that. Uh, I was asked. <laughs> I got an email saying like, you know, thank you for visiting and take this survey. 
you know, you might be able to get like free movies for a year or whatever. So I was like, sure. And they it was like, actually responded. <laughs> no, and it was like, how did you find the experience? And I was like, admittedly, when I look back on it, it wasn't good. Which is, you know, that's rare for going to a movie. Besides, like people being obnoxious or whatever. But I was, and I, that's then not I the tried theater's to... fault. Obnoxious no, moviegoers no. is not the theater's fault. No, exactly. exactly. This, on the other hand, no. This... And then so, but I mean, between purchasing the tickets, which made no sense, getting this, like using the scene points, getting the uh, the meals with it, like the snack, like the kids' meal. I don't even know why they made that a thing, because I'm like, I right. purchased adult tickets weird and then on top of that you know well then there was no hot dogs and so anyway in this yeah. survey it was like how many times has this happened basically and i every literally time. tried it well okay it, i don't think it has been every time but i, I only I think remember it, us getting a hot dog there once i'm trying to think since what? last summer We've when been to how many movies well i was trying to think about it so i think like i'm trying to think it was maybe 12 maybe 12 movies Right since last summer, so that's eleven times we've gone, and they have not had hot dogs. No, I think conservatively, seven. Conservatively, I think seven times. That's still seven too many. That's more than fifty percent. So I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing, Cineplex? What is going on, Cineplex? Where are your hot dogs? We need to know. We need to get the glizzies in our bellies. We need some glizzies up in this. Figure it out. Figure it out. Now. Thank you for saying this, Joe. Now. Something near and dear to my heart. Now that we're near and dear to your heart, I'm the one who gets shafted every time. You at least have gotten a hot dog. Yes. But again, Mm -hmm. I don't remember when. Mm -hmm. Neither do I. Neither do I. And every time I walk in there, I say, we're going to get a hot dog this time. And guess what? Nope. Nope. This is a scathing indictment. Scathing indictment of Cineplex and their lack of hot dogs. Lack of, I don't know. They are glizzyless. Glizzless. Glizzless. They are glizzless. How is this a word to people? I don't understand. Anyways, now that we've wasted 10 to conservatively 12 minutes of your time, and we appreciate if you're still with us. Thank you very much, I must say. I hope you are. (laughs) Not likely. Stand Stand with us. Not likely, but at least hold your glizzies high, friends. Uh On that note, Josh, after our hot dog glizzy-less experience at the theaters, yet again, what movie were we actually at the theaters to see for this show? Okay, folks, we (laughs) watched Jurassic Park 6 or Jurassic World 3. Or Ian Malcolm and the Fire Locusts, whatever you want to call it. I think most commonly known, Jurassic World Dominion. I kind of like Ian Malcolm and the Fire Locusts, to be honest with you. <laughs> I was thinking about that one today. <laughs> I think even that's though, the, the, the best. Even though he has, <laughs> I think, the least interaction with the locusts. I don't think he has any. Yeah, like I don't think he has any. Well, it's like, nothing to do with them. <laughs> I just like the name Ian Malcolm. Like that's just a that's a good name, you know. <laughs> All right, let's get into this. Um, oh. I'm gonna preface this, which I don't think I saw the previous movie, and if I had, I don't remember it, like at all. I'm gonna yeah. start with that. So me going into this, I am like. <laughs> I am mm-hmm. like doubly confused. Yeah. Like just because it's, like it's like who what <laughs> I I, I, I didn't I what huh? What Wait, okay this was so, me throughout the whole how many times did I turn to you and ask you what is going on? Yeah, you're like, who is that girl? Why is she important? 
And you ask it so like a few times because it's so emphasized in the movie. And you're like, who who is this child? What, the fact who's that you, your mom? Like but, but the fact, the fact that you saw the previous movie, or at least remembered seeing the previous movie, mm-hmm. and still couldn't really answer that for me. Well, no, I, it's upsetting. Well, well, okay, well, here's the thing. So it's weird. Like when you get these blockbuster movies, like if you look at the Marvel movies right most of the times and and by no means the, are the marvel movies perfect no no but they're like, good the, but they're not perfect films no and there's a few that we've done on this podcast that were like mm, that kind of sucked and you know i have zero interest to watch those again but a lot of times like for example uh, thor right i will re-watch the previous one because i'm like you know i love thor ragnarok or whatever uh, right. This was one of those. The last Jurassic Park was not good. I know some people did like it, but it was not good. It was it was two movies in one without feeling complete. Right. The la- the last one, if I remember, now, had half the movie was about the island being destroyed from a volcano, and then the other half was black market auctioning at this guy's mansion. And tying in with this little girl, it was the, her grandfather was retconned to being John Hammond's partner. In see, like, yeah. When you say these elements, I feel like I've seen this movie. But aside from that, I I cannot remember anything else, any other details than a volcano. And a random dinosaur, like, under the table market. Yeah. Right? Like, black market. Those are the two yeah. things I take from that movie. Oh, you know what? And now and, I remember. And nothing cause... else. Okay, so I remember this, though. I remember this now. Because, you again, you had asked me on Friday, why was she important or whatever. And, again, the whole there was no need to have her in the last movie. It was so awkward. Um, right. So in the last movie, they said she was a clone of the daughter of, you know, a clone of her grandfather's daughter, whatever, clone of the mom, a clone of this woman. She's a clone. Of She's a clone. John Hammond's partner's daughter. Partner's daughter. <laughs> like, it's, it's so fucking convoluted. Like, what so was the stupid. guy's name? Um, I think I think the guy's name was something Stockwell, and I think the daughter was it Christine. We just saw the movie. I don't even remember. Because they said her name so many times too, and it's like they said a name, they said her name this, more this, than John this shows Hammond. You, this shows but, you for this movie, like, like John, John Hammond was the whole reason for Jurassic Park, and we're saying right. more about this random woman. And then, like, okay, so the thing is, the last movie, th- there was a point where I think all the dinosaurs were in this house, and they could have died. Right. But she let them all go. She's like, okay. they're just like me, and they deserve to live. And she presses the button, and all the dinosaurs just run out. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. What? <laughs> That's the last movie. And this movie's worse. Uh, how? How does that happen? Wasn't there, like, a critic that actually said apologize to the last movie for calling it the worst thing ever <laughs> after seeing this one i think dwen our you know friend of the podcast yeah. i think dwen said something about that yeah where yes it, there was a critic that said exactly that like drastic world falling him was or it was either the worst of the series or one of the worst movies and then dominion came out and they're like i'd like to apologize for my previous statement <laughs> Or my previous article or whatever. Right. Because this, this was... was oh. oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I, I had oh, no yeah. idea what was going on Let, for more than half the movie. Like, okay, so we get to Alan, Dr. Alan Grant. Let's start with this. Mm-hmm. We get to him. It's almost like the same setup with him from the first movie, right? You see him mm-hmm. in an archaeological dig, mm-hmm. all this Which stuff. I liked, by the you, way. You, exactly. I like that. I was it's like, setting yes. up, oh, wait, there's going to be some more, like, dinosaur-type stuff. Well, I just him. like that they brought him back, you know, in that way. It's like, yes, he's still digging. 
cool. He's great. out there, you know, nose to the grindstone type stuff, which is great. And I love that. And I love the character and everything like that. But then they kind of made him a sad freaking character, like depressing to the point of, okay, I understand that him and Ellie don't get together. I get that. That's fine. Whatever. Have your thing or whatever. But like, why not give him a family? Right? Why not? Or, or, or even uh, yeah, a wife? Well, okay. So right? again, this is why, one of those things. Why not give him anything? Like they gave that character nothing. And then on yeah. top of that, not only do they give the character nothing in a life, they literally give him nothing to do in this movie other than just be exposition dumps and a sidekick when he was pretty much the lead in the lat in, in the first movie. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He, you, he was the lead. He's the one who took charge. He's the one who was controlled in all the situations. Um, you know, well, it, and we saw growth in Jur- the first Jurassic Park, right? We, they made it clear that he didn't really like kids. Like, again, I haven't seen that movie in at least maybe 15 years, at least. But I remember in the movie, uh, he like. Well, that was a scare- discussion. That was a discussion between him and Ellie because no, I think but he, were- he showed it. He freaked out the one kid about right. talking about raptors. And then obviously throughout the movie, he's with. Uh, the two kids, Ellie and I forget the other boy's name, but he's no, with the Lex. two of them. Le- yeah, Lex and I forget. And Freddie, I think. <laughs> Classic kid's name. But like, he's with the two of them and he clearly grows to the end of the movie right. taking care of them. Like, he's clearly on board. Like, of course he's annoyed, but then he comes to, you know, they're like sleeping on him by the end of the movie and he's fine with it. And then I think in Jurassic Park 3, we find out that him and Ellie are not together and she's got a family already. And then that's it. Then we don't see them again until this movie. Oh, it's Tim. <laughs> Tim. Yes. Classic. Where did I get Freddie from? <laughs> it's, a cl- it's a classic like child's name. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Tim and Lex are the two kids. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like like they show that he 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 does have growth as a character throughout the first movie, and then all of a sudden, now that we get to him, um, six movies later or whatever it is, he that growth was completely thrown out the window, and we've already seen him once again, wasn't it in Lost World that he was in? Which one? Um, uh, Alan? Yeah. No, he was he was in Jurassic Park three. Wasn't that Lost World? No, just Jurassic Park three. Lost World was part two. That was the one that was just uh, Jeff Goldblum and Julianne Moore and Vince Vaughn. Right. right, I get those confused. Three was the one with Taylor Leone, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now I know. And where William I am. H Macy. William H Macy, the man. Uh, yeah, I know exactly Shameless where I am himself. now. I know Frank Gallagher and Shameless, but yeah. So, but then like they they completely do a one eighty with him, or a three sixty, so to speak, because he goes from one like he it's almost like he's back to where he started started from, and I, I just I don't get why they gave this character nothing, nothing. They made him such a sad, sad character. It's like. So his purpose for being in the movie was literally Ellie said, I need a witness to go get a sample of these locust DNA. First of all, there's locusts and giant locusts in this movie. We'll talk about that in a sec. (laughs) She's like, yeah, I need a witness and you're really respected. So come with me. He's like, that's it. Okay. He's like Chad from that Pete Davidson sketch on SNL. Okay, you have to elaborate on that one. No, you <laughs> don't. Like, that's literally it. That's all he says. Uh, Everybody says all kinds of things to Pete Davidson. He's like, okay, cool. Oh God, okay, yay! Writing is so hard. Um, <laughs> hey man, hey, hey, look. You know what's funny is I was um, 
if you can shack up with a Kardashian, I would listen to you too. No, I'm just saying, like, probably the way you're describing this sketch is not doing it justice because it's probably Pete Davidson being hilarious in it. And no, he's the one that's the 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 deadpan one. Everybody else, like, it's always the host. It's 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 a bit where like the host will like fall madly in love with him, and mm. he is a deplorable who does stuff like, okay, rips a fart, he goes safety. Like stuff, oh like that. stuff like that, man. <laughs> okay. Um, but like, it, okay, it, is hilarious, so, it is hilarious and I'm not doing it justice. And Pete Davidson, we love you. <laughs> you know what? Most I've actually seen of Pete Davidson is some of his stand-up and, King of Staten the, Island. and, and Staten Island. And um, I, I'm all, I always feel like I'm on the fence with him, but then I watch his stuff and I'm like, you're actually freaking well, hilarious. That's, that's the thing. Though, like, it's like, so weird. I don't think SNL is a good display of his talents. And he's been we, there for so long. Now that we he's watched left. The, we watched the one. And I just remember him. Like, it was like a mob thing with Bill Burr. And it, Bill Burr, like, they kept. What was it? He kept saying things that were not cool today. Like, you know, stuff maybe against. Uh, you know, I don't remember what it was. But it was I remember that he gave someone a kiss. politically incorrect. Yeah, and he was giving someone a kiss, and then just Pete Davidson, who gives someone a kiss in a pandemic or something like. It was, <laughs> it was so oh, off. Like I, I don't, I like for as long as he was and as good as he was on SNL, I don't think it displayed his talents very well. Anyways, back to Jurassic World. Dominion. We haven't even we haven't even talked about the the actual main characters, quote unquote, which is Owen and Claire. They're I, again because like, they're gonna why? last the test of time. Like, why? I don't understand. I'm gonna be honest, I kind of feel bad for both of them, like the actors, Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard, because I, I love them both. Uh, actually, I love all the actors in this movie, you know, especially the, the main five, you know, right. all incredible, all incredible actors. Mm-hmm. And Bryce Dallas Howard is also an incredible ginger. What? Mm-hmm. incredible ginger mm-hmm. and but also incredible director if you've seen any like mandalorian and stuff like that you know she's talented and stuff like that this script was so bad you know yeah like really we're we're in a world where at the end of the movie at the end of fallen kingdom which again we've talked about not a great movie but it still gave an easy layup right for part three just being like there are dinosaurs in the world there you go that there's your story like there was the one point which was this was a cool scene mind you when owen is being chased by those raptors with uh laser pointers or whatever he's being chased by them or what the indoraptors i guess and just yeah. in the middle of the like whatever square in Malta, there's these two giant dinosaurs, and one eats a guy or whatever. <laughs> and you know, again, uh, anyway, it, cool. Like that's that it, itself. I was like, how do people deal with that? That is what I wanted to know in this movie. It, instead, we're we're dealing with locusts. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't make sense. Like, it, and like, a kidnapping though. And a kidnapping, but, like, but we we even said this walking out of the movie. It's it's a completely missed opportunity because instead of showing us the world adapting to having to live with dinosaurs or you know trying to figure out what to do in this sense, um, they give us this bogus bullshit storyline of you know the um. Biosyn, which is run by a guy who not only is supposedly supposed to be Dobson from like the first one who's in the movie for like 33 seconds at most, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But also looks a lot like the current CEO of Apple, <laughs> like, or whatever. Isn't it the same haircut, same like everything, everything, glasses? I was everything. like, what? Why are you so heavy on the nose with that? You know, it, it was They're trying that, to that, make a statement that Apple is evil. Or just all corporations. But I mean, literally Apple, I guess. I guess so. 
you know, like Vincent D'Onofrio in the first one, he was kind of the bad guy, you know, ish. You know, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, but not okay. Not Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. Right. He want because he wanted to use the Raptors for fighting in the war or whatever. Yeah, like for military purposes. I'm like, okay, smart. Right. Um, (laughs) But again, he was a very cheesy villain. But still, much like a, this, a mustache twirling one, right? <laughs> yeah, type of thing. pretty much. Like, let's see how much money we can make and military, yeah, yeah, right. blah blah blah. Where this guy was just, there is n- absolutely nothing memorable. He has no, no memorable dialogue. He's not. Uh, he's not intimidating. He's not scary. No, he has he's one not- memorable line. You have that bar for me to eat. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Where it made no sense, and it's like, what? What are you talking about? Why are you saying this to that person? Okay, for me, okay, let's again. We, we you know, I briefly we just talked about like dialogue. There were two scenes, almost in a row, that ended with a character going, "What?" Exactly. That's how they. It's exactly how they said it. What? And one of those was the Tim Sale or Dodson dialogue where he's like, yeah, you have that bar. Uh, okay. He's going to, I'm, are you hungry? Uh, I'm going to leave it. Doesn't finish the sentence. Doesn't finish a thought. He just leaves. And Ellie literally goes, what? Exactly. Right. <laughs> or, or, or what about the fact that, you know, well, I think I said, I think I was in the theater going, what? And then she said, I was like, they don't even know what's happening. Exactly. Like nobody seems to have an idea or like, what about the fact that, you know, you have like uh, Dr. Ian Malcolm already at Biosphere. You have this guy, Ramsey Cole, who is, you know, um, like on Dr. Ian Malcolm's side as guys trying to take down the company or whatever. Why, why cannot, because the whole premise is that um, Malcolm calls in Ellie and grant to get the sample of the locusts so essentially putting them in danger by bringing them into biosyn or whatever when they already are a in the building b have access to said labs with these gigantic murder locusts let's call them mm-hmm. and then just send them the samples to get the science done right yeah they, they made this so much more convoluted for no reason, aside from the fact so they can get, you know, Laura Dern, Sam Neill, and Jeff Goldblum on screen together again. That's really all it was. It, it was. And you know what? Just to take a step aside, I yeah. loved seeing them all together. I, I loved the performances. It was, it was great. I mean, I wish we got more, but at least this movie in comparison to Star Wars, brought the legacy characters back, right. all of them together mm-hmm. and with the new characters. And I was like, great. Because th- there was some banter between Chris Pratt and Jeff Goldblum. Like, <clears throat> didn't he say, you know, when Chris Pratt, oh yeah, because they had to rescue a dinosaur as well, a baby <laughs> raptor, and he's got it on his back and Jeff Goldblum's just like, is that a... A baby raptor on your back, like you know, with his Jeff Goldblum gravitas, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Again, just <clears throat> little moments like that was great, and I wish we had more of that in the movie. But Jesus Murphy, I mean, and the amount of times they should have died. Oh come on, like border. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out who this Kayla or whatever person was throughout this movie right because mm. she is just there as a pilot so she essentially delivers the baby raptor and i guess the girl to biosyn or whatever the hell it's called not the girl i don't or maybe she, I don't she know. delivers them both I thought she just to like saw Malta the girl. or something. No, no, she just delivers them to Malta. They were put on her plane. Right. <laughs> right. So she's essentially a smuggler, uh, which is fine. It, it's almost like they were trying to rip off Han Solo and not doing a good job of it. 
I got a lot of good analogy. I I got a lot of Han Solo vibes from the character, but like a dime (laughs) store version of it. Even though Chris Pratt is more the Han Solo type of the series. Yes, I agree. (laughs) Right. But like with this character, it was just like, oh, and and like she starts off with not being interested in helping. Then she sees a photo of the kid whom she just delivered okay, to a kidnapper. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And she's like, has an instant change of conscious. No, it's like, what did you think you were doing? Like, the kid was in shackles, for Christ's sake. <laughs> the kid was literally in shackles going, where are you taking me? The kid was in manacles. <laughs> Manacles or monocles? <laughs> monocles, manacles, whatever they're called. Uh, what's a manacle? A monocle is a monocle is one. Yeah, like, manacles are, isn't that like the the handcuffs? Just or am like I thinking regular? shackles? I don't know. What's a manacle? I, I may I, have made this word up. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it a handcuff, but only for like men? No, that's a penis. So she could have what? <laughs> that's a cock ring. <laughs> oh my god! If they had that on her, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, maybe very different movie. <laughs> oh, it'd be a better movie. Absolutely. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. So maybe I was wrong. Manacles might not be a word. I may have made it up. I, I don't know. If if I'm right or wrong, anybody who's listening, please. Hey, sh- shackles is, you know, classic. You know, shackles. I was in shackles. That's like, count, you know, Count to Monte Cristo classic. That. Exactly. If she was in that, even better, to be honest. I don't. I don't remember. And but with the movie, the point is, the point is, she was quite obviously a prisoner, and this chick. Oh. Well, this, this, that's this Kayla is like, hmm, that's odd. Look, and it, she meets the mother of the child. Yeah, that is looking Co- so <laughs> coincidentally. Like, oh yeah, they meet in a bathroom. In a bathroom in like a black market dinosaur smuggling whatever in like malta yeah i don't know how big malta is it's look, not even, a very big country look even if it's the size of even if it's the size of like oshawa right or like right a small, it's still a small it's town still fairly small oshawa is not a small town but <laughs> whatever it's right like, it's still a town like <laughs> The odds that you're going to meet at the same time, <laughs> just, oh. Are fairly slim. Oh. Unless it's predetermined. Unless it's like, what are, the, what are the Blocking. odds? What are the, <laughs> like, what are the odds of her being at that exact same place at the exact same time? It's so just by chance. I don't even remember how they found that place. It was like they had a guy on the inside, right? Like Owen knew a guy, right? Wasn't that guy he knew the one that the no, one that should like, have killed that girl? Yeah, I think. But like, uh, they somehow had a friend in like the CIA who, you know, helped them. Justice Smith, right? Right. Okay, so that's their friend in the CIA that. They um, ID'd the guy who was at their place and kidnapped the girl. Okay. And then they said that one of their other buddies from back in the day is now working for French intelligence and is stationed, I guess, in Malta trying to track this guy down or something along those lines. Yeah. It was like okay, like with, makes sense. Like this movie, this movie is a spy thriller. <laughs> it's, a, it's a rescue. It's kidnapping. like a kidnapping, like taken type of thing. 
like it's, Ransom, like Mel Gibson, Ransom. Remember that movie? Yeah, yeah, I remember. That movie that was movie. awesome. That movie was the shizzle. <laughs> you know what? I've watched it a long time. Maybe it was awesome. Maybe it wasn't. I don't remember. <laughs> it was better than this piece of crap that we watched. That's for sure. <laughs> but it was again. You have a kidnapping with parent, like parents trying to find their not daughter. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and then you got smuggling, and then you have again. We still haven't even talked about the locusts. There's so much going on in this movie. The low, and you know what? What's sad is we're coming out with this. This movie's been out for like at least a month and a bit, but it's like, guys, you know what? It would take you that long to dissect this movie. It pretty much has. <laughs> like, like it took us a long time to decide whether or not we it, were going to watch this movie. Yeah, we were just sit, sitting there like, hmm, should we? <laughs> it's like the first time kids want to try alcohol or something. Like, should should we? Are we going to get in trouble? Like I, I, I don't felt know. like we were going to get in trouble going to see this movie. Our punishment was the lack of hot dogs. That was... <laughs> I won't rest till I get a hot dog. <laughs> hot dogs here? <laughs> but, okay. Let's talk about these locusts for a sec, though. Talk it, away, the, my friend. So, these are giant-ass locusts. The size of, like, I don't know, a cat? Maybe a little smaller. Yeah. Here's the other thing. What other companies in the world are genetically engineering creatures right now? Just Walmart? saying. I don't know. Just saying. In, in, in the world of the movie, what well, other company is really, really pushing the benefits of genetic engineering? Okay. Well, let's so start with let's... that. Let's start with that. But, but, but hold let's on. Move even on to, let's move <laughs> on to. No, but even before that. So we see the locusts. They attack this field. They attack two kids. Right. The two kids somehow survive. Um, and then we cut ahead. And this is at the beginning of the movie. And Ellie talks to this woman in Utah. And she says, yeah, they ate. They destroyed my field. But they didn't touch my next door neighbors. Because his is Biosyn seeds. Right yeah. there. You're like. Okay, well, and then, that's not good. <laughs> but apparently it's done to sixty other, whatever fields in the mm-hmm. county or whatever it is. <laughs> Why do you need to do some undercover mission? It, it's not even like it was like, like when you see the locusts, there's a clear barrier, <laughs> like where the locusts stop eating, and the other th- field is fine. You're not even trying to hide anything. It's so obvious, like right there. Okay, let's call the FBI, <laughs> the EPA, whatever, and shut down Biosyn. Go to Biosyn. I mean, no, they're in Europe. So whatever the European version of that is, Interpol, you know, I don't know. Interpol's like international police. So I think they kind of have jurisdiction almost everywhere type of thing. But I know there's like, strictly centered in europe i think call james bond MI6. i don't know but he's not interpol he's mi6 you son of a bitch doesn't but he, call him in <laughs> he will fight the locust himself he doesn't need to it's 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 kind of an open and shut case before you even get a genetic sample of a fucking locust <laughs> that's what i mean it's like <laughs> It's Why like there's need- okay, okay. There's only one company in this world that is really pushing genetic engineering, really pushing, right? Biosyn. Biosyn. These locusts are not eating biosyn seeds. That's another it is. blatant, <laughs> obvious thing. Three. These are genetically engineered locusts. What companies? I go. I refer back to my first point. What companies pushing genetic engineering? Like, gee, friends, I wonder who's responsible. Like, come on. It was like, but we need we need proof. We need like solid evidence. Like, you have enough. Also, what I was wondering is, didn't the kids trap one? 
Like they had it on a bucket. They did trap one. I don't know why they didn't just take a sample from that one. I don't know, because apparently the kids were fine, right? They never said, oh, my children died. No, they had a dead one. Either way, they they had a dead one. Why did they need a sample from a live one? (sighs) (laughs) There was absolutely no reason for Ellie and Dr. Grant to go there. Whatsoever. Like, first of all, Ellie didn't need to go there. And then by extension, Alan didn't need to go there. No. He wasn't even asked to go in the first place. So she just endangered him. She just dragged him along. I want to talk about the plane. (laughs) The plane crash. Can we talk about this for a sec? Please. Oh dear. Okay. So first of all, okay, finally they find out where the little girl is is being taken. You know, Bryce Dallas Howard and oh and you know Claire and Owen. Well they get Kyla this- knows where she's being taken. She, she just dropped her ass off. So she just but, okay, but she dropped her off. It's like, oh she hey, you're the mom of the girl I just finished kidnapping. I should probably bring you to her. But she didn't know they were at Biosyn. She no 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 no. She did. No, she did. No, because then why would she need to know? Why why did they? If she knew, she would just said, "Let's go." What did they did they get that information from? Like the uh, laser raptor lady. Yeah. Again, completely convoluted, completely unnecessary. Oh my god! And even that that felt like it could have been a bigger part like that woman who was using the lasers and it was done so quick like why just, didn't she come back yeah like i felt like that's a person who gets arrested at the end of the movie but it was like i was like half oh, an hour really 45 minutes her. In. nope no i thought you would escape like laser on the guy but no that's it done but like okay so we get in this plane and it gets attacked by wasn't a pterodactyl or something bigger i don't know Maybe it was a pterodactyl. I don't hold on. Know. I want to go back to like laser raptors. How? How? Science. I mean, no, 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 no. I will say this. It is well documented that gingers do have superpowers. But outrunning a velociraptor? Not sure. Not sure about it. Oh, yeah, we, well, talking, yeah, we were talking, BDH, you got to answer to that. Did you say? You got to answer that. No, no. Bryce Dallas Howard, BDH, you got to answer for that. BDH, that's a good wrestler name for her. Right. But like, yeah, it's true. BDH, we need answers. She outran a raptor, or two of them. Random. Maybe one. <laughs> Where Owen is on a motorcycle, can't and they are shit. they are like right, right behind him. So really, who's a superhero in this movie? <laughs> you know what? Gotta credit the gingers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Oh I still God. don't understand how she did it. So I don't. I was like, look, I'm sitting there. I was sitting in the theater. I'm like, wow, this chick is fast. Not even fast. When she did that one jump, like across the uh, one one building to the next, how did she survive? That was so far. How did she survive? And she landed it. Like did maybe a dive roll, no problem, no big deal. The or, raptor lands and is ready to go. Or how does Chris Pratt control a dinosaur that is conservatively three times his weight with his bare hands and a rope? And a stump. Wait, which one? At the beginning of the movie, when he catches that Dilophosaurus or whatever the shit. I don't know dinosaurs. I'm terrible for all you dinosaur fanatics, and I apologize. I'm not glad. I don't even remember that. It's like a it's his first scene in the movie. I don't know why he's he's hurting dinosaurs now. I don't. I don't. It it doesn't make sense. 
don't think he's no he wasn't hurting it they were hurting them oh hurt, hurting hurting sorry I'm not hurting. hurting yeah yeah no hurt, my bad my bad like cows and cattle it's okay because dinosaurs and cows are so much alike <laughs> he should have had a dog with him like people barking at it try to have sex with them <laughs> no wait that sheep <laughs> Sam Neil is coming after me. <laughs> is that where he's from? Yeah, I thought he was from New Zealand. Mm, sure, news to me. I don't know. I'm I thought gonna, it was... I'm going to do some research on this. Yeah, sir. But okay, so but uh, yes, so yeah, he's in New Zealand. <laughs> oh my God. Well, no, he's uh, he's from England, but his dad is from New Zealand. Still, uh, still. But okay, so, so we so we still have Ireland, but yes, we have a ginger outrunning a raptor. Yes, they finally we get to this plane, and for whatever reason, they have this aerodynamic something that blocks flying dinosaurs from entering. But I'm also like, why wouldn't they just go somewhere else? How are they conveniently there anyway? Whatever. No, it's the airspace. So basically, I think it's like a frequency signal because I, I I think all the dinosaurs that are in that sanctuary have like a brain implant that they can actually be controlled if they need to. Hence how they got all the dinosaurs into the biosyn like courtyard type of thing during the gigantic forest fire at the end. Mm. Right. Okay, so fair. Basically, all the flying dinosaurs that they have, there's like um, a signal that keeps them out of that airspace, so that way you can fly in safely. But okay, okay, okay for whatever reason, I, I, I they shut that. it off. They shut it off when they were approaching. I guess because they weren't welcome or something like that. But again. But okay, so then it leads to this though. This giant dinosaur comes in, destroys the plane like it's nothing. Yeah. They give the one parachute to Claire. She parachutes out, or the well, the chair is a parachute, whatever. She parachutes out, immediately gets ripped to shreds though. And she has the backup parachute. Yeah. And she lands just fine. The other two, plane crash. Crash, like full on, like destroyed. The two of them, unscathed. Not even a scratch. Not a scratch. Not, not a bruise. Even a scratch. I'm pretty sure like Chris Pratt did one of those like punch the doors like it broke off and he like slid down the plane. I'm telling you, like not a scratch. Look, not one. <laughs> it's like like you know hair was not even out of place. Like her hair nothing. was perfect. That Kayla, like- that Kayla woman's <laughs> hair was perfect. Like, not even out of place. Chris Pratt, like... like he I better, just, I think. He, he, <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he had just finished shaving. I think he was glistening. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was like a glistening glizzy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Came out. <sighs> he was a hot dog. <sighs> but... So yeah, okay. many missed opportunities. But it's it's just like look when you get to these movies, they're, they're saying you know it's a movie you know don't don't read too much into it. But it's like if there are zero stakes, zero. I mean, and then but, leads- okay. Also, let's 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 go with this for a second. Let's forget the fact that Owen was has military training. And a dinosaur trainer, and probably would have been the best one to have taken that parachute. Let's be perfectly honest. But the little girl needed her quote unquote mom. That's what that's what Owen said. Mom ain't gonna survive that in any normal circumstance. I'm sorry. Well, but, how does she survive? But <laughs> she hangs out underwater. <laughs> your face just me mentioning that so okay so <laughs> claire ends up dealing with i guess it's the gigantosaurus or whatever it's called 
The Gigasaurus. Not that one. It's the other one. It's the Wolverine Hands one? Yes. Okay. So Wolverine Hands Dinosaur shows up. Triceraclaws. I don't know. Uh, like, uh, you know. it's It looked like Mr. Burns. Fucking big With like wet nails, though. <laughs> but literally the way it walked, it's like, it looked like it was drying its nails. <laughs> like Mr. Burns. Oh, Smithers. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways she comes face to face with this thing and so to get away from it she hides underwater and as it sniffs it sniffs right above her head under the water then i guess he loses her scent does a big old dinosaur roar and then fucks off somewhere into the jungle or the woods yep. or whatever the shit because I don't know where the hell they are. Right? So there's that. <laughs> and even when they do the pan down, she didn't even try and swim away. No. no. She's just literally sitting under the water. Like, I hope the dinosaur doesn't want to drink. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> oh man you know like because in the first movie i want to ask okay how are Please. lizards with cold weather uh, they, they, they're not they're not <laughs> they're not with cold that's weather. it's not that's, down do, do you see lizards in canada not really unless you're at a pet store yeah fair enough Right. At least I don't think so. I mean, I, I mean, there's like garter snakes and that, but they only come out in the summer. After I think they're hibernating in the winter. I think they actually yeah. like go and hide. But <coughs> yeah, like you know, in the first movie, did they mention like in Jurassic Park again? I, I don't know when the last time you watched it, but it's been a long time. Right. But obviously, I remember they said they had to splice some of the DNA. Amphibian. And, right. And yeah. Frogs. It was like toad. Yeah. Frogs and stuff. Yeah. But frogs aren't in like cold weather either. Right? Well, frogs kind of hibernate. Like you could actually freeze a frog and it adjust its temperature and if you let it thaw out naturally right it'll come back to life because a frog really yeah Holy certain okay, frogs I you can do that with that. yeah but it essentially slows down its heart rate to the point where it's borderline dead and frozen <laughs> and it, it, it's it's amazing and as long as the temperature raises gradually it will survive yeah okay so you're not saying like throw it in boiling water no that'll kill it <laughs> that will kill mm, the frog delicious <laughs> okay but exactly and i was saying we were saying this like as far as we know they especially with the original movie they were kind of reptiles yes and and that for that's why they're in like costa rica Right. That's yes. or you know, close to that. Yeah. Where it's like warmer weather. So no, they should not be surviving in the snow. I don't know no. how they're surviving, or at least not hibernating. Like no. hibernating would be one thing. Like that'd be fine. Like if they just walk yeah. by and I don't get it either, man. I do not get it either. This movie has so so many issues. I don't think we have enough time to talk how about did... all of them. <laughs> and you know, it's like when, you know, when you have these new movies that are bringing back the legacy characters or whatever. Right. And then they overdo things that was fun in the first movie. So for this movie, for me, it was those, the, you know, the raptors that sprayed things at people, you know, sprayed the venom that oh, paralyzed yeah, yeah, yeah. you. Yeah, right. The fan face. <laughs> because it comes up to Claire. She should have died. Any other person that's coming into contact with this dinosaur has, has died. died. Yes. N Nidri, Dennis Nidri, whatever, and Dodson both died from these dinosaurs. Yes. She gets one right in her face, and somehow Owen just chokes it. 
and just rips scripts it and just throws it like it was nothing. He rips what the venom gland or something? No, he doesn't do anything. He just chokes it. No, no, he rips something off it. Oh, maybe he does. He, he rip choked it. He went like, uh, oh. oh, I don't know. Who, who's gonna be that calm? A wizard did it. I don't know. I just oh. I don't know. Like. Uh, like so many, fuck you, so many movie. Plot. There's so much, so many plot holes. So many. This movie is notorious for this. This movie is horrendous for this. And now, I'll tell you I'd one like, thing. I did like. Oh, though, okay. Before we get into ginger, ginger snaps. snaps, yeah. Okay. The one thing I did like. Okay. And it's a very small thing. Oh boy. Was was um was it a T Rex or was that Gigantosaur? Whatever it was. And Ian Malcolm's got the 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 fire. He's got the whatever. Right. The fire oh thing. yeah. And you think he's gonna bust out like the Jurassic Park? Where he's just gonna wave it and run and get like trampled. But no, he actually does it slow. It's like he, oh my god, we have a guy that's actually learned, and that's not just gonna be taken out easily. No, and he throws it right in the mouth of that dinosaur. I was yeah. like, okay, that was pretty cool. Was not expecting that from him. That would have been like a Chris Pratt thing. I was like, that was cool. It's true. It's very true. I will say that. It's yes, very true. And with that, we've come to the time in the show where we rate these movies out of five ginger snaps. And Josh, my good friend, how many ginger snaps do you give Jurassic World Dominion? Or as I like to call it now, <laughs> Dr. Ian Malcolm <laughs> and the Fire Locusts. <laughs> All right. <laughs> maybe wow you're generous i'm gonna go with the one and a half yeah because i just i i spent half this movie trying to figure out what the hell was going on and i had I seen mean, the previous movie that's what's upsetting that i retained zero information from the previous movie like absolutely none and i had seen it that's how just you didn't even talk about BD Wong. He's in this. Yeah, he makes the 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 locusts, and then, and then he feels bad about it, so he wants to kidnap the little girl <laughs> to use her DNA to unmake the locust that he made. Mm. <laughs> uh. What did you say? You're like, that's that's a phone call. Literally, it's a phone call. Look, we you need just your like, blood. Yeah. Can, you, can you help us out here? I, I really, yeah, that's totally a phone call. You don't have to kidnap a child. Thing. Well, mind you, they didn't know where they were. Fair Benefit enough. of the doubt there. But Fair we don't enough. Know why, we don't know why Tim, no, wait. Why did Tim Sale want it, though? Uh, was it to cure disease? Or was he already doing that? No, I think he wanted her DNA to do that. But again, that's a phone call. You don't have to hunt the child down. <laughs> Unless the child is in trouble for, oh, I don't know, unleashing dinosaurs on the rest of the planet. Jurassic World 4 and it's just a wanted poster for her (laughs) it should be it should be she should be the villain of the movie there you go that's a plot twist (laughs) well they always are the T-Rex is always the villain then the hero the T-Rex is always the hero how dare you (sighs) like how dare you again again she maybe wrong one this is the last thing. thing. And, and that's it. It's like BD Wong wanted her and the mini rap, the baby raptor, because he's like, the raptor just gave birth to it on its own. But we already found out. We already established that, that in the first, in the first movie. They found dinosaur eggs because life uh, 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 finds uh, a way. Life uh, uh, finds a way. Your, 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 your doctors were more concerned with the, whether or not they could. They never stopped to think whether or not they should. 
Yes. 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 Like a cat. Yes. Of course. You know, Jeff Goldblum. I'm stressed out talking about this movie. I think we should. I think we should stop or go back to talking about Glizzies. Actually, doing the doing the Jeff Goldblum voice kind of was like soothing. I was like, hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm. 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 <laughs> Just hearing that. See that that's soothing to me. Yes. Mm. Mm. You please record that and just send it to me. It's gyrating. Mm. Yes. Mm. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, everyone, thank you for listening. For Gingerflex, I'm Joey. And I'm Josh. And we will catch you again soon. Oh!